Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to Authentic as Fuck with Sarah. Uh, guys, today is going to be a big one. Um, so a lot has been happening over this past wee while. And if most of you follow me on social media, you will know that my partner has been diagnosed with stage four bowel cancer, um, which has spread to his peritoneum which just Google it, but basically it's this uh, kind of membrane thing that covers all of his internal organs. So uh, I didn't know what that was until he got diagnosed. So today uh, it's going to be a deep episode of authentic cancer, right? How we are tackling this diagnosis and, and dealing with this health issue authentically. Because, as you know, I am all about authenticity in every area of your life. Like, what's the point of being authentic just in one area? You you know, like, to really feel like you and to feel aligned and to feel fulfilled and in love with your life, you have to be authentic in every fucking area of it. So getting diagnosed with cancer is no different. And no, it's not me with the cancer. But obviously, this is my partner, the father of my kids. Like, we live together. We're a little family unit. Our whole entire world has been overnight just buff, completely turned upside down. Um, you know, everything has had to change. Everything has had to change. And, you know, it's it's as with anything big that happens in life, it takes time to figure out your way so we are still very much in the thick of this you know we've we've had this diagnosis for I don't know about six weeks right so at this stage he hasn't you know we've had Christmas and holidays and stuff recording this on the 9th of um January 2023 so we have had a couple of weeks you know everything shuts down and so he isn't started any kind of solid um plan for his care other than what we've been doing at home he hasn't made any big decisions about surgery or chemo um you know this sort of six weeks is just you know minus the you know a couple of weeks for holiday that first month really was about the fucking grief (laughs) the grief of the diagnosis trying to wrap our heads around it um trying to figure out what to do because he is in pain 24 7 uh and he he can't work he's self-employed he was our main income because as you guys know majority of the time I'm a stay-at-home mama um and just with the business the nature of the business that I do obviously self-employed as well um you know it's like I don't know when my next client's going to come I don't know when the next person's going to buy my course um, I'm not established enough or, or, you know, haven't been working full time because I started this when my son was pregnant to be able to kind of have, be in a position of having, you know, a huge waiting list of clients and like consistent, you know, massive audience that always buys like whatever course I put out there. And that's just, you know, boom, 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 boom. So there's been a lot of stuff that we've tried to figure out. There's been a lot of research and it's still ongoing because as I said, we are very much early on into this. We still have a lot of research to do. There is a lot of different modalities you can do. There's a lot of different supplements you can do. Um, There's a lot of different 
practitioners out there that can help us, but we need to actually take the time to meet with them, connect with them, tell them kind of what we want to do and, um, and see if they're the right fit and see if we can find someone that can kind of do all the things that we need. Uh, we're on an incredibly, you know, ridiculous budget because, um, we're not working basically right now. Um, yeah, this is part of my work, but it's a free fucking podcast, right? doesn't earn me money. <laughs> um, so we have to be very careful with what modalities, what supplements and what practitioners we invest in. So right now we are still very much in the interim, like kind of grief period, dealing with all our feelings and emotions around it is a very much a roller coaster. We go up, we go down. Um, we've got two little kids. We've got, a, you know, a almost two year old and a four year old. Like they, that shit's relentless, man. 24 seven. Like there is no break from that. And dealing with that, it, obviously at the same time is extremely difficult. It's extremely emotional as well for both of us for, of course, different reasons. And, you know, I'm not going to speak for Dan. Maybe one day I will get him on here. Um, that might be a cool podcast if you guys are interested in that. Um, and I'm not going to go into super detail, but what I do want to talk about is that we are doing this our way because it's just like, look, cancer in society has a fucking death sentence. All right. Whenever you see it on TV, whenever you see it in the movies, it's all just really, really, really sick people that are basically dying. And usually they will die in the TV program or the movie. And so, of course, that's all we've kind of seen from cancer is fear and death. So you can imagine that when he got diagnosed, that's where our mind goes straight away. That worst case scenario, the, you know, and I do have an intimate blog, which, you know, is an outlet for me to kind of deal with all my feelings and emotions. Um, writing, speaking is, is very cathartic to me. So you can, um, the link to that's on my Instagram bio. If you want to check that out, it's on Substack. Um, but society has definitely kind of pigeonholed cancer into this box of just death and fear and be afraid of cancer. And, and, and when you get diagnosed with cancer, it's just a death sentence and you're going to die and you get told how long you're going to live. And so far, no one has told us a prognosis, which is just like when they tell you, here's your um, due date for your birth, right? This is, and then when you go over that, you're late. Oh no, we need to induce you. We need to actually like, we're not going to rely on your body's innate intelligence and your baby's innate intelligence. We're going to medically get this baby out of you because we decided that this was the date that they need to get out. So, you know, you're a robot. Uh, and it's the same fucking thing. It's like, nobody gets to tell you how long you're going to live for. They cannot give you that information. They do not know. It is a fucking guess. And it is so depressing. I swear to God, that's why people die from cancer, because they are told they're going to die. You are going to die in six months. And so they fucking do, because they believe it and they know they do. I may get very heated and emotional in this, because it is huge. This is our life. Um, we're not accepting that. So just like when I wanted to have a home birth, what did I do? I surrounded myself with beautiful, positive, healing home birth stories. 
Because that's what I wanted. So what are we doing? We're reading Radical Remission. I just finished it. Tons of amazing healing stories of cancer patients that were told they were going to die. Some of them within weeks. You're going to die within weeks, months, or one or two years. And others that were incurable and I'm using, you know, quote fingers here, and inoperable and, um, you know, a rare cancer and a, and a really, like, aggressive cancer and all this stuff, like all of those words, right? And they healed their cancer and they lived for a long fucking time. Like, obviously, we don't have the end date of, you know, when they all passed away. And I've spoken to people. I've spoken to someone who he nursed his mum through cancer. They sent her home to die. Uh, I think she was in her 70s and she died without cancer in her 90s. You know, so that's what we're focusing on. We're learning about the body. We're learning about what we can do, mind, body, soul, to support Dan's body to get rid of this cancer. And everybody's different. But this is our path. Yes, we may use some conventional medicine. Yes, he might choose to get surgery, radio, or chemo. Because that are the only three things they offer. They do not talk to us about nutrition. They do not tell you the benefits of meditation or sunshine or nature. Or being around a community of people that love you. They don't speak about those things. That is a whole other podcast. Which I just frankly don't want to do. Because that's just not something I want to focus on. But... That is what we're dealing with. We're dealing with people who, you know, think that this is the only way. We're dealing with people who think, and I'm not just talking about the oncologists at the hospital and things like that. I'm talking about majority of society. Uh, You know, people don't understand why, including some of Dan's own family members, like, and my own probably, um, why we don't just do what we're told, right? Why we don't just, well, just get chemo, just get radiation. Because we're critical thinkers. We use our fucking discernment, our instincts and intuition. And I can't make decisions for Dan either. I am here to support him in whatever he does because this is his authentic path. We are a team. I will support him in whatever he does. Um, And it's fucking huge. This is the hugest decision he will ever make and he doesn't need to be pressured or feared into anything. He doesn't need to be told this is the only way when there is a million other ways that he can do it right? Like he needs to figure it out for him. We need to figure out what best works for us in our family unit. That's all that matters. Not whether people understand it or not. Not whether people are going to judge us or not. Not whether people think that we should just listen to the hospital and do it their way and just continue to be really stressed and not deal with our traumas and emotions and be surrounded by cunts and eat shit food. Anyone with half a brain knows That good food, eating vegetables and fruits and whole grains and legumes and beans is going to benefit your body and eating tons of sugar and alcohol and processed food is not going to be good for you. That is very obvious. It is very obvious that stress causes dis-ease. So it makes sense to reduce our stress in every level, right? It makes sense to be around people that love us and support us. Community. It makes sense to get outside in nature and get the sun on our skin. It makes sense 
to supplement with some really good supplements that are good for our body for a myriad of reasons, as well as that have been scientifically proven to help with cancer, right? So this is an ongoing thing. It's an ongoing journey. There's going to be many books we read. There's going to be many people we talk to. There's going to be many people that we connect with that have also had cancer and healed it or are in the middle of healing it too, like-minded people. So it's not about what other people are doing. This authenticity, authenticity journey in whatever area is about what feels good for me, what suits my family unit, what isn't a fight, right? You don't want to be like pushing shit uphill for anything in your life. And that goes for something as huge as this. So yeah, our bubble's going to have to get pretty small because this is huge. This is our whole life. It is literally living day to day because it depends on how Dan's feeling. Some days he is just not up for anything. He cannot do anything. And I am doing everything with the kids, everything around the house, which I also can't do everything, right? Because I've got to have time for me as well. And like, so, you know, we're still figuring that out, but we know that we check in each morning. How are you? How's your pain? How are you feeling? How's your energy? What do you want to do today? Right? So that's how we have to live right now. We have to live slow. We have to live differently to everyone else because our health and wellness is our number one priority. Because the thing is, obviously there's his aspect, but if I am just going to drown my sorrows in drugs and alcohol and shitty food, and then I'm going to feel lethargic and I'm going to feel like crap, I'm going to feel no energy, I'm going to feel bloated, that ain't going to set me up to be able to best support my kids or my partner either. And thankfully, I'm obsessed with health and wellness in all areas. I obviously choose to focus a lot on the mental and emotional side of things in my business because that has kind of been my biggest, like, I don't want to say battle, but you know what I mean? And what I help with my clients with because I've seen the biggest transformation for that in myself. Um, But this has also really kind of prompted me to share a lot more of our holistic health lifestyle because thankfully, this wasn't like a black and white shift for us uh, because we already you know, we've already working on our, you know, traumas and our emotions and, you know, limiting beliefs and things like that. We're, we're already eating a a pretty healthy diet. We've just fully cut out all the, um, you know, sugar that isn't natural, um, all the processed foods, uh, all the, you know, just snacky shit. Like it's just whole foods. Um, you know, we've been looking at fasting, like we're, he's trying things. He's like, okay, this sounds good. I'm, I, I feel like I want to try this. So we try it and it is hard because we don't know what's happening because we can't see the inside of his body every fucking day. But, you know, we try, um, you know, we try and go with intuition and like how he, how he's feeling. Like, is the pain reducing? Okay. Then we must be on the right track. This is a long game. And the, the thing about authenticity is it gets to shift and change as you learn more, as you build your knowledge base, right? So that's why we're going to try a bunch of modalities and see what he feels drawn to, what what his body responds to and intuitively what he feels is right for him. And this should be how people do anything in life. It shouldn't be, you need to do this. This is the only way, manipulation, fear or coercion. It needs to be, hey, here's all of the choices. How about you go and take some time, you do some research, on you know you you look at the pros and cons for everything 
You do your due diligence. You talk to people. You talk to different practitioners. You talk to different people that have had cancer. You find people that have got the cancer that you've got, yada, yada. Then you make the decision, right? People are rushed. People are pushed into decisions that they don't feel right about. People feel like this is the only way, you know, and, and thankfully we have this, this courage and this awareness of self to be able to go, I'm going to take my time. I don't believe that this is incurable. Or I choose not to listen to your stupid fucking prognosis. Right? Like it's all just, you know, ugh. It's, it's, it's frustrating. It's frustrating coming up against a system that doesn't even acknowledge that fresh air and fruit and vegetables are good for you. <laughs> Trust me, you know. And I know not everyone's cut out for this. Not everyone's cut out for saying, I want some time to think about it. I, you know, and but the thing is, is that you can start now. You can start building up that confidence. Right. So even if it's you've got some sort of other health issue and your GP just goes, take, take, take these antidepressants. That's that's all there is to offer. Well, some part of you is probably going to be like, mm, I don't think this is the only option. So you go and find another GP. Right. Midwife ain't working out for you. She's not supporting your home birth that you want. Find another midwife. Right. If they get pissed off at you or angry at you or upset at you for ditching them, let them deal with their own fucking feelings and emotions because they are a grown-ass adult. If you go around pandering to everyone, doing what you're told, even when it doesn't feel right, you will be fucking miserable. And so this goes the same for the work that I do. Like I know that there's people out there, they'll go see a psychologist and be like, fix me. They'll go to the doctor and be like, fix me. Give me a pill to fix me. They don't want to do the fucking work. So yes, this is hard. Yes, this is going to take time. Yes, we want to skip forward to when he's cancer free. Of course we do. But that is not reality. And so we allow ourselves to ride this roller coaster and to some days fall a fucking part and cry and be a mess. And then the next day we feel better. And then the next day we fall apart again. And then the next day we feel better. And we just, you know, we feel super aligned and we're full of love and we're going really slow and being mindful and, and really... What is the point if you're going to get given, you know, a death sentence by the most of society in a fucking time frame to live? Why would you want to live that miserable? Why would you want to live that not doing things that you love, not being surrounded by people that you, you know, really resonate with? Not feeling the best that you can feel. I I don't see the point of that. I don't see the point of that. You know, it's like I have oh, I have a real one I need to put up on Instagram and it's it's a quote and it's like everything is a risk everything is a risk doing nothing is a risk doing something different is a risk leaving that relationship is a risk changing midwives is a risk staying with the midwife is a risk staying in the relationship is a risk not changing your diet is a risk changing your diet is a risk but you're fucking yourself up because you're focusing on the worst case, on what could go wrong, right? So that's where the mindset work comes in. Chip away at it. This risk could lead to so many amazing good things. 
And I'm willing to risk that when it comes to health and wellness. And when it seems like a no-brainer to me, like, for example, eating processed foods over eating, you know, fruit and veggies, well, one seems more riskier than the other, like, pretty clearly. Real food that has grown out of the ground or something that was made in a fucking factory with a bunch of chemicals and shit. Pretty obvious, right? So I encourage you, wherever you're at, to just check in with yourself and really be radically honest. What is working for you and what is not? And if you have a health issue, whether it be mental, physical, emotional, is your support system working for you? Is your support team working for you? Like, when it comes to something big like this, there is no other way in our mind to live life other than authentic as fuck. And as sad as it might be, we may have to say goodbye to some people who do not want to support us in our choices. We may need to say goodbye to people who aren't willing to support us in in all the holistic things that we're doing. Because the thing is that they're going to really fuck with our energy and emotions and our positivity and our hope if they are just going to say, nah, it's not going to work. Nah, it's not going to work. The only way is chemo. The only way is chemo. The only way is chemo. He may well do chemo, but we're sure it's going to be able to, going to be doing holistic shit, shit alongside it. Because it ain't going to hurt it. It ain't going to hinder it. So cancer is no different. It has to be authentically us or what is the fucking point? What is the point of living someone else's life? What is the point of doing what other people think we should do? They are not in our body. They are not in our situation. Right? It's just another thing where society tries to put you in a box. Right, you've got this particular cancer, so every single other person who's got this particular cancer, we're going to put you all in a fucking box. We're not going to look at your past traumas. We're not going to look at your past illnesses. We're not going to check the stats of every area of your body to see where your vitamins and minerals are at, if you've had any previous injuries. There's so many different things about individual people. That's why we called individuals, but it's all stuffed in a box, Right? That's not how I want to live my life because I know that every single human being is different. Every single human being is made up of different, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Different experiences from their childhood, from their life, you know, the genes and like everything. There's so many different nuances. There's so many different things that make up who we are. And the conditioning from parents and society and our peers, generational conditioning cannot be ignored. You are carrying a baggage load of that motherfucking shit right this minute. You listening to this. You are carrying a huge load of societal and generational conditioning. So start taking off one of those bags one by one. And so it's a lot to deal with, to deal with raising the kids trying to, you know, do this in a way where most people don't, Uh, and and having people not understand that, but that's not our fucking problem. So you might listen to this and be like, whoa, you're crazy. That's, That's up to you. Whatever your opinion is doesn't affect the way we do things, because this is what's right for us. Every day we check in. Every day we say, what are we going to do today? 
we'll go and speak to people and say, is this the person the right fit for us? We'll speak to the oncologist at the hospital. They'll say their opinion and what they think we should do. And then we'll take time to decide whether we think it's the right thing. That's all you can do. Take time. You do not have to make decisions straight away. So that is our authentic cancer journey. It is ongoing. But we are determined to do it our way because this is our life and we are the ones that are living it. The people that are telling us what to do, people on TV, strangers on the internet, you're not living our fucking life. So you don't get a say. If you were ever faced with this, then you do it your way and I will support you whatever you choose. That's where I'm going to leave it today. Uh, let me know what you thought of this episode. It's it's pretty deep and real and raw, as with most of my, all of my episodes, to be honest. But obviously this is huge. Um, and let me know if you, if I should get Dan on one day. Um, I'll have to see if he's up for that. <laughs> but that could be interesting. So drop a comment. Uh, drop a, I think you can rate this. Like, put a fucking, you know, five stars on this shit. I would really, really appreciate that. I really want to spread this message of authenticity in area, every area of your life. So please do share this. Share it in your stories and tag me. Share it with friends and family. Um, and let's get people living their lives, not lives that other people tell them how to live. Right? Much love. Have a beautiful day. And I'll see you soon.